0: Yo. yo yo
1: i just had my entire day ruined by a piece of lasagna <laughs>
0: and was it uh was it bad lasagna or what how did that happen
1: it was good lasagna we we had free lasagna at work today some restaurant mm. came in and i was eating it And and so number one italian food it smells no matter what you do you're going to smell like it yeah so but the spread they brought in today was, like, a huge tray of lasagna, meatballs, and everything else that you could imagine. And the whole day, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to eat any. And then at, like, 1030, I had, like, a collapse, and I just started eating everything. Yep. Because I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to – I literally, during the whole show, I didn't eat it. Um, I walked past it 10 times. And then after the show, when they were about to, like, throw it in the garbage, I'm like, well, let me try this. And I just started eating everything. Yeah. And I ate lasagna, and I spilled some on my... I was wearing a hoodie, and I mm-hmm. spilled it on my hoodie. and that, So now that hoodie's ruined. Like, it, it, do you ever watch a movie where a hot girl is like... She, every time she's at a laundromat, she gets naked? <laughs> like, she, she puts in the clothes she's wearing it into the washer always? Right, yes. That's how I felt just now. Like, I before we, we started this podcast, I, w- I stripped everything down and put it in the washer. Like, I took off the hoodie, my shirt, my jeans, my socks. <laughs> and it, re- it reminded me of every movie that involves a laundromat. There's always some douchebag in there, and there's a hot girl who's washing her clothes, and then at the end, she puts in the clothes she's wearing. Mm-hmm. And then she's, like, sitting there in a bra and panties, right. wa- waiting for her shit to wash. That's how I felt just now, mm-hmm. putting everything in the washer. But that smell, like, I couldn't, I couldn't focus at work. Like, once I had that smell on me...
0: Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, it even lingers sometimes, depending on what it is, the next day. You can smell it on your fingers.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, like right now. I just brush my teeth, scrub my hands, and there's still some kind of scent somewhere. Yeah. And and you exactly. know what it was? So at work, I, I do, you, have you, do you use that Listerine spray I told you about? Listerine spray? Yeah, there's a Listerine spray you could buy.
0: The, oh, no, I've seen that. Yeah, I don't use
1: that. But. It's pretty awesome. You should try it. But if you get it, by the dark green one, not the light green one, because the light green one's cool. not that good. It's very, it'll make your breath uh, very fresh. So after I, this shit's just, it's pretty much just a big pile of garlic with, with red sauce. Mm-hmm. So, my whole body just stunk. And then, you know, I, I sprayed that shit in my mouth. I scrubbed my hands at work like 10 times. But that smell on my hoodie, I couldn't get rid of it. So, I took that off. But then I noticed that the hoodie, it, it somehow seeped through to my t shirt. So, so basically. The smell or the stain? The, the, there was no stain. Like, I don't, I don't even know yeah. where it was coming. Somehow, something ended up on my, my hoodie. And then, somehow, that stink got on my shirt. So, yeah. so I couldn't, no matter what I, and, and then you wondered, could everyone else smell this, or is it just me? Well, in that situation, if it's at work,
0: everyone smells like it, and everyone smells it. So, but if you leave and you go into the outside world, I bet everyone can smell it. You think so? Yeah. All
1: right. So it was good that I immediately came home and just put everything right in the washer.
0: But yeah. That's a good move. I I, think with that smell, the the, the only remedy, not the best remedy, but the only remedy is time. (laughs) That's the the only way to get rid of it.
1: Yeah. Like, you have to to take multiple showers. It's not just a one-time deal. Like, in other words, me brushing my teeth just now, that didn't take care of it all. No, it might have dampened it for a minute, but it's like, it's coming back. It would be like if you took some Windex and, and poured it over uh, a pile of dog shit. For a yeah. second, it's going to mask the the smell. But then as soon as yeah, the, the, sun, the sun hits it... Yeah, the area around you for a quick
0: second will smell like Windex. But <laughs> you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't get to the root problem.
1: So once the sun hits that dog shit, the smell comes back out. Yep. So after a few hours of, of your mouth... Whatever disgusting shit your mouth does when <laughs> when, when it's not being brushed... Like all that that lasagna smell seeps back through So this is like a two day process for me to get rid of all this (laughs) At some point, you know, at some point it's all going to be gone Like I can smell it on my, like you said, it's on your fingers still Yeah The clothes, I took care of that You know the last time that I I walked into my house And and stripped down and put it right in the washer Was when I was at like a concert at Alpine Valley Where it was (laughs) was raining out and I was covered in mud Like that's the (laughs) last time I did that But for some reason, I think it seems like the older I get, the more I get disgusted by smells. Any kind of smell that's on me, I just can't handle it anymore.
0: So here's my question, though. like, Obviously, you knew you were playing with fire with this Italian food, or else you would have dived in a lot sooner.
1: Well, the main reason, originally, just because I I knew if I ate that, I would just feel horrible all day. Like, too full, heartburn... And all that kind of mm-hmm. shit. But ultimately, it won
0: out. Like, you, you couldn't not do it.
1: Because everyone else was like, oh, this is the best. Try this lasagna. I've never had a piece of lasagna. These meatballs are to die for. Like, everyone. And, like, the whole, everyone from the radio station was walking in. Dude, those meatballs were the best. So, I mean, you keep, you keep if you hear that for hours and, and, and you're hungry, you've been up since like three in the morning. Then yeah. you're like Fuck. you
0: can only hear that so much before you you, you get beat down.
1: Yeah, if someone keeps telling you how great, it's kind of like the uh, uh, the Garden of Eden. Like the snake kept telling Adam how great <laughs> this apple was. Yeah, or was it Eve? Wait, who? No, it was Eve, right? Yeah, Eve. Was it Eve? Yeah, I, Eve's the one. Who I, ate I think he, he
0: was. Yeah, he was tempting both of them, though, right?
1: Yeah, and then Eve bit into the apple, and then Adam was pissed. Because the guy who wrote the Bible was obviously a a man who hates women. So he tried Mm -hmm. to blame women for all his sins. (laughs) I was talking to someone this week who was saying that the Bible is literal. Like everything in it it should be read literally. Mm. And I'm like, even Noah's Ark? He's like, yep. Everything in there is literal. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Can you imagine the, the, the lineup of the giraffes and the rabbits and everything else? Two apiece. Only two get in. I want to know how there was no killing. Yeah, like, so the you sharks, know. the two sharks that were on the ark, were they just in a body of water, like a little pond of wa- a little pool, swimming pool? I guess, and
0: they had to be separate from, you know, I don't know, the tuna, or else the sharks <laughs> would have eaten them. And yeah. if you're telling me that a lion yeah. just happily marched onto a ship Next to a gazelle, like yeah. yeah, and didn't didn't have a
1: snack. I mean, I, I don't know. And okay, let let's say that because I actually asked the guy and he said, well, God had them walk all walk on together. So, do you really think though? So the two deer that are right next to the two lions, you really think that they're just cool with it? Like, don't they know the minute they get off the ark, they're going to get eaten up? <laughs> like, do you think they're like, dude? I mean, I know it's cool right now. I know that. it's almost like a truce, like two gangs. Like, no, man, right, right. it's a truce. But you know as soon as you walk on the next block, they're going to get shot in the head? Yeah. So how, how did the, the bunnies and, and what else do lions eat? The Whatever, everything. Pretty much everything on the Ark would have been eaten by a lion. And and they're all just hanging out. Oh, it's cool, man. No, 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 those lions are cool, man. <laughs> as soon as we get off, man, they're going to have a new home, and then then they're going to try to kill us. But we're cool right now. Don't worry about it. No, I, I promise you. And don't you think like some of the like the elk or something were nervous? Like, dude, that's a lion. Last time I ran I'm to that him. lion, he tried to kill me. I, I I I was running from that lion for eleven miles last time. Last time I saw that lion, he chased me for eleven miles. And now I'm laying next to him on an arc. We're just hanging out here now. Not to mention He's on the Ark. Isn't there a huge flood and it's like a horrible storm and the Ark is like going, it's like the worst conditions ever? Yeah, it
0: wasn't like a Princess Cruise Line. <laughs> it like, wasn't Seed uh,
1: Seas. Wasn't the water like the intro for, um, what's that show where they catch crabs? Uh, Deadliest Catch? Yeah. Is it, isn't that how it was? you ever see the Deadliest Catch intro where the boat just looks like it's about to flip over the whole time? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Isn't that pretty much how the whole Noah's Ark voyage I- was? I think so. I don't know. <coughs> there was no like tiger. I mean, just just the whole thing is just unbelievable. But the Adam and Eve story, uh, there's a snake he's talking. He offers an apple. He, you know, the guy the guy who wrote the Bible obviously just hated women. If you just if you read everything in the Bible, women are just like pieces of shit. Oh, they came from the man's rib. Just pretty much everything they right. say about women is just that they're they're inferior to men. Yep. And just think about it back then, and, and there's there's a lot of countries in the Middle East still where women have no rights, and and it's based yeah. it's based off some of those teachings.
0: And that lasagna today was like the forbidden apple, and you really you paid for your sin.
1: Oh, I did the, the lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> My sin was eating the lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> and now i had to be washed isn't that how they always eat like they're like you must wash yourself yeah you must wash yourself clean <laughs> this was my, my favorite story of the week was that rick flair said that he had sex with heli berry
0: i saw you sent that link i didn't even read the story yesterday i don't know what i was doing i i, I don't know what was the deal
1: Rick Flair does a podcast with this. He, he's on it with some guy who sounds like one of those wrestling fans that um, lives in a really horrible redneck town. Hey, Rick. He sounds like this. So Rick uh, and then and, and Rick Flair calls the guy by name like everyone should know who he is. I got Bucky Larson here. And, uh, Bucky, you have a couple uh, he was in, he, I heard him interviewing Dana White from the UFC. All right. Before I get to my questions, the great Bucky Larson wants to ask a couple questions, Dana. All right, Dana. Uh, uh, now I saw you can't shamrock was in UFC. So would Kurt Angle have ever had a good run? Those are the kind of questions. So anyways, the guy goes, I right, Rick, we got some questions from the Twitter. What Hollywood starlet have you ever hooked up with? And then Ric Flair goes, woo. He's like, oh, a lot of them. He goes, should we start with Helly Berry? Should we start with her? So he said he had sex with Helly Berry. And then Helly Berry's people today said that she doesn't even know who Ric Flair is. God. So, I mean, <laughs> obviously one of the two are lying. Well, of course. <laughs> Well, <laughs> one thing it happened; one thing it didn't. I yep. mean,
0: I feel like if you're Halle Berry, even if it did happen, I don't know that I believe that it did. Your only move is to say you don't know who Ric Flair is. <laughs> That's your only possible response to that. You, can't, if you're Halle Berry, you cannot say. That it happened.
1: You can't say no comment. No comment means it did happen. No comment. That that would be the worst (laughs) answer you could give. Yeah. It kind of goes back to if if someone accused you, Ryan, of rape or something horrible like that, wouldn't you be telling everyone that would listen that you're not a rapist? Yes. I mean, I I don't get that whole. Oh, you're accused of being a child molester. You're accused of raping someone. You're accused of killing someone. Oh no no I I, I have nothing to say. Like I I want to be heard. So yep. like you said, no. If Halle Berry said no comment, that immediately makes me think that yes, she rode Space Mountain. Yep. Here's what he said. She was in Atlanta and just got divorced from David Justice. Oh, the guy's name is Conrad Thompson, the co-host. And then <laughs> and then Conrad said. uh uh, if it was a real story, and Flair responded, would I have would would, would I have to make up a lie? And then uh, he asked if there were any other Hollywood starlets, and and Flair said uh, we'll just stick with her. But there were many others. Man. <laughs> and then Ric Flair said, "My flings were always one time only." They were only they were always one time only affairs in my eyes, but my partners didn't always think so. I wasn't trying to break their hearts though. I wanted to make an impression to give those girls a great memory for life and to make sure I was a hard act to follow for the next guy in their beds. Once a God. lady lived through the legend, there's no going back. This is what a sixty eight year old drink said. That's embarrassing. <laughs> And the problem is that he still thinks that he's that he has that kind of delivery. Like he thinks that he could still deliver the goods that same way he did supposedly with Helly Berry.
0: Yeah, no, he has not uh aged out of that mindset. He's still Yeah, you're right. In his brain he's still that guy.
1: Oh, uh, once they've had the legend. I mean, we saw Hulk Hogan have sex. It didn't look that impressive. Oh brother, I feel like I can't believe I just ate like a pig, brother. I can't believe I can't do dude, dude. You're cool, man. You're cool. <laughs> you're awesome. <laughs> that was the weirdest sexual encounter I've ever seen. The only thing weirder than that was the Gene Simmons sex tape, where it was it was it it reminded me of screwing in a light bulb. Like he took the light, he took the girl out of the box, placed it on his penis, and just like twisted her on, and then just sat there. It, it was it, it it looked like he was. Just doing like a job. He, he he had no emotion on his face. Didn't look like he was enjoying. It was almost like he it was like work he was having done on his penis. Right. Like, like the same work. way. The same way I would react if if I went to a personal trainer and he was massaging my knee. <laughs> That's the way Rick was acting <laughs> with this girl. But do you really think Rick? Do you see Rick Flair? Do you really think he he would be that impressive sexually? No, I think Rick Flair.
0: Ric Flair was only impressive when he was in his sequined feathered robes and his suits and like cutting a promo. I don't think Ric Flair laying in a bed at any age was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but then, hold on, (laughs) let's go back to that time. Was Halle Berry as, like, reputable as a name? She wasn't an A-lister
1: back then, was she? When she was with David Justice, she was. Really? I think so. Or was that when she was in, like, the program or something back then?
0: I don't remember. I don't know. I I can't really recall the career arc. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like she had, she had to have some time where she was sort of like, I don't know, C level, D level, kind of. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think it's that crazy that he would have because I don't think she was as well
1: respected then. And we know she likes white guys because she's been with a lot of white guys. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if you know, if uh, Eve or something was with Rick Flair, I wouldn't believe it. Right. But Heli Berry, you, she's only with white guys, it seems like, for the most part, besides David Justice.
0: I, I want to know where Ric Flair would have put in the work to. Like, where did they meet? Where did that encounter happen?
1: Yeah, were they at a bar? Were they at a game? Yeah. I just can't wait for the <laughs> apology where he admits he was lying. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that, uh,. I might have embellished a little bit about my story about Halle Berry. Oh, so what, she blew you or something? Uh, uh, Let me just rephrase that. I was lying. I didn't didn't do anything. (laughs) I love how he remembers, though, that... I mean, that's very specific that he remembers that she had just divorced David Justice. It's not like Ric Flair seems like the type that's following Hollywood gossip.
0: Yeah, that you're right, dude. That's a great point. That's a very, very specific... Thing to dial in on. Oh, I, I remember because she Rick just Blair divorced David
1: Justice. It's like he was following. He looks like he doesn't care about anything. Like he doesn't know anything going on in the world, Mm-hmm. except partying. Like that's all he cares about is getting the next uh, piece of ass and the next drink. Right. So how would he even know who David Justice is?
0: I would think too. Like so, Ric Flair, his daughter Charlotte, she's got a good career going for herself in WWE. I would think the more he talks, the more damage he does to her. <laughs> yeah. Like, at some point, he should probably be quiet for his daughter's sake.
1: Well, he doesn't care. He All he cares about is himself, still. God. He's not the type of guy that's, he doesn't even, like, he, he cares about his daughter. He, like, cries and stuff, how great she is. But he's really using her just to still be in the spotlight. Yeah. I mean, he's only around now because she's, you know, she's more popular than him. Right. So he's trying to use her fame. like he may, They make it like she's using his fame. It's actually quite the opposite.
0: Rick Flair's one of those guys who I bet growing up, Charlotte, David Flair, Reed Flair, rest in peace, they probably all heard their whole lives, like, oh, that's awesome, your dad's Ric Flair. I'll bet that was terrible.
1: Oh, horrible. We had Jake the Snake in studio this week, and he was talking about his eight kids. Yeah. I mean, just, just like, they, these guys, th- those kind of guys who all, they, and he, and, and Jake the Snake, who's one of the, has had the worst past ever, he said, yeah. oh, I thought Ric Flair was an idiot. He was, like, basically, he said, like, he was he partied too much of it." God. <laughs> so if Jake the Snake is saying that about you, then, then you really have a problem. Yeah. I mean, there's a famous story where Ric Flair came down from his hotel room only wearing his pink robe, completely naked, and had a balloon tied to his penis.
0: In a casino, right?
1: Yeah. Like he came down and played craps or something. (laughs) That was like his go-to move, to have the balloon tied to his penis.
0: But I mean, that's... uh, So let's examine who's saying that, Jake the Snake. His idea, I think, back then of a good time, was just sitting in his hotel room in the dark, shooting (laughs) cranks into his dick. (laughs) Like, the only reason he thought Flair was an idiot is because Flair did it in public. Jake just preferred the dark partying.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh no, know. he was having too much fun.
0: Exactly. I don't yeah. Like no, that. he made a fool of himself. Yeah. I just preferred to kill myself in private.
1: Yeah. I just want to embarrass my family, <laughs> not out in the public. <laughs> You have to feel awful if you were one of Ric Flair's one-night stands. And that goes for a lot of people. Like, if you're a girl who had sex with Phil Anselmo from Pantera, Warren Sapp, I mean, these kind of guys, you just have to feel bad now.
0: I bet you it's not even just now. I think that guilt sets in almost immediately.
1: Especially when Ric Flair's gone before you wake up?
0: Yeah, because there's there's not (laughs) a graceful exit. It's not like Phil Anselmo walks you home. It's not like he... You know, even bothered to call you a ride. I mean, that's the type of shit where they pull. They'll tell the bus driver to pull over and kick you out.
1: <laughs> just, the bus driver walks you off the bus. <laughs> hey, you got to wake up. You got to get out right now. Uh, Sorry, lady. Uh, there should be enough money in this boot for you to get home. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> I think there's there should be a bus stop two miles east from here. If you want to start walking east.
0: <laughs> if not, you might, I don't know, keep your eye peeled for a, a payphone.
1: Yeah. Here's some here's some quarters too. There's
0: no way that after any encounter with Phil Anselmo, you laid your head on the pillow that night feeling pretty decent about yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the lead singer of Pantera, if you don't know who Phil Anselmo yeah. is. <laughs> You know, sometimes Ric Flair would be like, hey, can I get one more pump? In the morning, she's like, oh, hey, Rick, you're still here. Hey, babe, you mind if I get one more pump? And then as soon as he, you know, he he needs to have sex to wake up. And then as soon as he finishes, and you know, he doesn't ask if she's on birth control. He doesn't wear a condom and he doesn't pull out. You know, those three things always happen. Yes. I mean, he doesn't care. He He just, it's almost like, it's like Russian roulette with Ric Flair. Yep. Or like Bob from La Bamba, not my first or my last. Oh, uh, Rick, Rick, I'm pregnant. Not my first or my last. <laughs> it's just, you don't you don't know what's gonna happen with Rick. and he doesn't even care. He doesn't even. Ask. What's with those guys? Like Ryan, how have you found a way to not get anyone pregnant? And you're 35. I mean, I've never. I mean, a lot of people I know have found a way not to just get randoms pregnant. What what is it? Is is it just that, that, that it feel feels too good, man? It just feels too good, man. I don't want to pull man. I think with out, some people, it's just, with a
0: guy like Ric Flair, it's probably this, like, catch me if you can mentality. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's. I don't even think it's about the feeling. It's just, like, it, it, in his brain, he's already decided that if, in fact, this woman does get pregnant, good luck getting a hold of me. Good luck finding me. <laughs>
1: But isn't it also a selfish thing where it's like he has to always have full satisfaction because all those different things, like pulling out, condom, you don't get the full satisfaction as just a straight encounter where you finish right there. So, like, don't you think that's part of it where he always has to have it all? I'm sure, yeah. Hey, hey, baby, If you think I'm going to pull out? You're talking to the wrong guy, and he says that as he's coming?
0: Yeah. There were... He made it very clear up front there were no limits to what he could do. <laughs> I don't work like that. Sorry, sweetheart. I
1: don't know about these kids pulling out, but uh, I don't do it. And then as he's coming, oh, all right, I got to roll. You know, right, let me get one more pump Wait, twenty minutes, I'll be back. Let me go play some craps downstairs. I'll be back up. Like you know, God. you know that's how it is. There's not even that five minutes of him acting like he cares about her. It's just it's just that. Like he's just he's pretty much just using her as like a sock. <laughs> a receptacle. Yeah. Like a dumpster, a cum dumpster. Just, just yeah. something to to finish into. Yep. Oh, it feels way better than my hand, brother. <laughs> oh, you better believe I'd just be using my hand, it's quicker and, and cleaner. <laughs> and you know he goes right in too. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> God Space Mountain And then you hear him Talk about like I had sex with your Grandmother Your mother And your daughter Yeah that's the cra- I mean that That is And your daughter When you hear
0: Yeah when you hear People say like Yeah I did a I remember back In Omaha I did a There was a mom An aunt And I think Two
1: sisters Maybe even a grandma Like <laughs> Oh and their be- And their best friend too <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> did you see that? Uh, th- this is actually. You remember how we said that JC Chazé at the that in sync reunion they did a few years ago at yeah. the MTV Music Awards? It was you, you. You said it. It was. It was such a clever line. You said it was his career Hail Mary when because yep. uh, you know they stopped singing girlfriend and then then he's like baby baby. Woo! Like yeah. he went, out, he did this extra, this long lead at the end for no. It didn't even make yeah. sense because it's like, "Will you be yeah. my girlfriend?" Then he's like, "Baby, baby, baby!" Woo! <laughs> and then I remember when you were doing Mando's memo at the time. You are like, "JC Chazé threw up his career <laughs> at, the, at the MTV awards, and it didn't work." And and I thought about that when I read the story. Did you see? That the Nevermind baby recreated the cover of Nevermind? Yes. Okay, now, first of all, how long has he been waiting to do this? That's the first question. I mean, this has been his, like, Hail Mary for his whole life. He's like, what? Oh, man, I got to, like, his friends are like, dude, you ever going to recreate that cover, man? When are you going to recreate the Nevermind cover? When are you going to do it, man? Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. And then, so how long has he been waiting to do this? Yes, I mean, what was
0: the reason? Was it like the 20 what
1: was it? Like I think it was the 2025th anniversary.
0: Yeah.
1: But here's the thing. Number 1, no penis. He he was wearing shorts. So right there, it's not recreating the cover. Yeah. Number 2, there was no you know, you know on the cover never mind, there's like a dollar bill on like a fishing hook. Right? No dollar bill. It was um, just him underwater, right? It was him in a shitty pool where you could see, like, the sides of the pool. Yeah. Like, you could see, you know how uh, in, like, an Olympic-sized pool, there's, like, black lines at the bottom that you could see and stuff? Mm-hmm. You could see all that stuff. <laughs> if you're the baby on Nevermind, couldn't you have had a professional shot? Like, he basically did it the way I would do it. Right. He basically just took a picture underwater. And that was it. There was nothing to it. It was just him. He he's 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 touting it as the recreation of the Nevermind cover. And it was just but him what underwater. Like, what's the what's his game there? I mean, what what's the, what is he? What's the point? There is no point. It's just because it's the 25th anniversary. Oh, this is me recreating the cover of Nevermind. Not really. This is just you yeah. underwater. The real cover had a naked baby penis. Uh, there's a dollar bill on a hook. The water right. no, looked you're not, endless.
0: You're, you're, you're in an
1: above-ground pool. <laughs> With shorts on. Yeah. And the guy had long hair. I noticed the guy had long hair, and he looked... he. I mean, of course I'm making assumptions here, but he did look like the type of guy that probably loves grunge music. Mm-hmm. So don't you think it was kind of like he felt like he had to like it his whole life? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he was saddled with it. Yeah, like he, yes. That's like, oh, that's his, Benny. That's a Nevermind baby. Yeah, exactly. Like well, he's an expert on, on music because he was the baby on Nevermind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's something a... Nev- he had
0: zero control over, by the way. It's not like he chose to be on that because he was a fan of Nirvana.
1: As a matter of fact, he had just shitty parents who put their naked baby on a cover. Right. Who would do that? Who, who would expose their baby, a naked baby with their penis out? On the cover of a CD. I mean, that's all he had were just shitty parents, and that was it. So now yeah. he's a music expert. Oh, yeah, man. No one knows music like Benny, man. He's the Nevermind baby. He's
0: been, in
1: the, he's been in the industry his whole life, man. He's, <laughs> he was literally born in the industry, man. The Nevermind baby, Benny. <laughs> hey, what's up, dudes? Oh, what's up, Benny? Yeah, man. So uh, the new Pearl Jam, man, it rocks. Cool, man. I mean, if, if Benny says it rocks, it rocks. He's the nevermind baby. Yeah, man. Yeah, listen to that. A couple of the tracks, man, took me back. Cool, man. This dude, dude. I guess my my, my question
0: is what. He didn't do that just, just for no reason. Like, there had to be a motive. I'm sure he wanted to parlay that into something more.
1: Well, this is that's what I'm saying. This was the Hail Mary that he's been waiting for. Like he's been waiting to recreate this for a long time. But it's not very well thought out because like what's the next step? That's the problem. He didn't do it. Like he didn't he didn't he should have had a real photographer completely recreate the picture. Yeah. But even
0: then so you look at it once and you go, okay, well, happy twenty fifth (laughs) anniversary. Never mind. I mean, it's not like you go. Oh wow! This guy's a diamond in the rough. We gotta, we gotta get, we gotta
1: get with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're right. What what what's he trying to do with that fame now? Yeah, exactly. Because he was in Rolling Stone because of it. So what what was he trying? What's the next step now? That's Except, it. What now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, I'm Benny. The Nevermind baby. You may have seen me on the cover. Never mind, and uh, you know my favorite song is "Lithium." And uh, I
0: bet that I bet that guy gets a lot of okay, like people who have you no, know, <laughs> you know, he's at like Buca de Beppo, the like, corner booth, and he's like, "You may have, uh, I don't know, you might have seen some of my work, uh, Nirvana, Nevermind." Okay, <laughs> we'll call you when your table's ready.
1: What is it, Ben? No, Benny, the Nevermind Baby. He calls himself the Nevermind Baby. Yeah. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm I'm Benny the Nevermind Baby. Oh, uh, okay. He's at Hakkasan he in Vegas. Doll. Yeah. Trying to get a booth or a table, a uh-huh. uh, VIP. Yeah. Uh, uh I I I I I didn't call ahead, but uh I'm Benny the Nevermind Baby. <laughs> He's, a, he's a, 20, a, a
0: 28-year-old man afraid of something, but never
1: mind.
0: <laughs> How embarrassing! <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, Kurt, Kurt handpicked me, man. No, I love. Okay. Nir- I love. I love Nirvana's records. Yeah, but you were dead. Okay, I mean, they, he, Kurt Cobain was dead, like basically when you were like two or something, <laughs> two or three.
0: Yeah, that guy's had a lot of confusion his whole life. Just people confused as fuck by what he's trying to accomplish.
1: He shows up to, like, the Capitol Records building in L.A. Hi. Uh Who are you again? Oh, I'm here to see the, uh, the the head of Capitol. Who are you? Benny, the Nevermind Baby. Who? <laughs> what? Wait, what? And, and he's he, expecting you? And you know he keeps No, it. but just, just let him know I'm out here. And you know he keeps the album cover in his pocket To show everyone Like they should know that was him as a baby Mm -hmm. I mean literally anyone could just hold that cover And say that that's that Like oh no this is me Like Ryan you could literally walk around With the Nevermind cover and say that's you And no one would really question it I could I mean you could just say I'm the Nevermind There's no point (laughs) There's no fame in being the Nevermind baby
0: No the thing, I'm not proud of anything I did before my memory. You know what I'm saying? Like that guy has no recollection of that. I'm not proud of myself at two. <laughs> nothing I did back then was like an achievement because I don't fucking remember it. I had not. I had literally nothing to do with anything I did at two years old.
1: Yeah, it's like you're taking credit for like, something that you had nothing to do with at all. Yeah, that you don't even remember. Your horrible parents put you on a cover of an album. (laughs) Probably Kurt Cobain was all (laughs) fucked up, too. Yeah, man, take his diaper off. (laughs) That'd be better. I'm telling you, man, the shot is taking off his diaper. (laughs) Uh, Is is it cool if you guys take off his diaper? (laughs) God, imagine that conversation take off his diaper <laughs> god that's fucked up if you think about it yeah there's no way they went in knowing that it was going to be the baby naked underwater
0: yeah that was probably the result of a bunch of like shots
1: yeah the first one was him in like a nirvana t-shirt and then wearing like water wings floaties i got the shot take off his diaper <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird I was listening was it a radio commercial I think it was it was a radio commercial about donating your sperm mm-hmm. and I was going to do a prank call I was going to prank call there Um, but I just ended up having a conversation with them and I called and I said how much do you get like isn't that didn't you always wonder how much you get for sperm I've never thought about it what do you what would you guess you would get?
0: For like what? One cup of sperm? Like one ejaculation?
1: Yeah. 50 bucks? Okay, so that's what I thought too. But when I called, the lady said you have to sign a contract for an entire year. And you have to keep coming in and donating sperm. Like you have to you have to sign a contract to keep giving it. And then at the end of, like, 10 months or something, you get $500. So you get no money until the end of your contract. You get, like, $40 up front. Right. And then once your sperm gets used, you get up to, like, $500. Or you could make more, I guess. But I was thinking about it. It's like, I'm going to have to go there every week for $500. And then, not to mention, do you want a bunch of your – really, it's your kids running around. Yeah, I mean that's really what it is. If you yeah. give your sperm to any random girl, that's really your pretty much your kid. Because it's yeah, I mean, going it to look like totally
0: it. like you, you, I'm sure there's like legal steps to where it's not your kid legally, but it is your kid.
1: So I don't get why why you would do that. I mean, I guess if you need money really bad, but how mess? I mean, I'm good. But then think about, okay, so just like,
0: it's kind of like the people who have time to take surveys or be in focus groups for $40. Like, are those really the opinions you want? Exactly. If you're, if you're, looking, if you're looking for sperm and you're, a, you're a, a, a mother, a hopeful mother, are you really getting the best crop knowing that these guys signed up for this for 500 bucks to go there for 10 months? Like, that's desperate.
1: Because they need $500 over a 10-month span that bad.
0: Yeah. So what does that say about the genetics that you're about to mix with?
1: Yeah. And and when you get the sperm, do you get like a picture of the guy with it? Probably. Or does it just say like 6'2", hung? Hung. <laughs> <laughs> hung. Um. Okay, I want I want a baby. Do do mothers care about that? Like, do they want their baby hung? No. Or are they embarrassed and they want it to be, like, a three-inch penis? I don't think a mother cares about the size of a baby's penis. No, no, not when it's a baby. I mean, do they want it to grow up to have a large penis? No. You think they want him no. to have a small penis? I don't think they care about what the penis looks like. But I mean, what would they? It, that's a, that's an interesting question. Think about it. If you have if you have your boy, don't you want him to be like hung? I do not think so. Or do you just accept I it? I mean,
0: you, you don't want him to have like a a micro penis to endure ridicule. <laughs> I don't think you want him to be hung. Like, if I have a daughter, I'm not like. Please God, just let her grow up with real good tits.
1: <laughs> That's not something I don't I don't think parents care. But boobs are different than penises. Boobs okay, fine.
0: If I'm a if I'm a dad, I'm not like Dear God, whatever you do, just deliver me a baby that has a real just pleasant looking vagina.
1: I think it's different, though, because big boobs on a young girl brings a lot of unneeded attention. Whereas a penis, no one sees it. Yeah. So you want, I mean, are are there dads who are like, hey, man, I want my boy hung, but it better not be as big as my joint? Because, <laughs> like, wouldn't, wouldn't they have penis envy for their kid? Like, if their kid has a huge penis, wouldn't they be like, oh, man? and 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 if you have if yours is bigger than your dad's, don't you feel like you're better than him? like if your dad's now having a small penis and the son's hung, don't you think like your dad's like be like like if your dad's yelling, he'd be like, yeah, you and your little dick see but here you're you're, you're you're jumping way ahead what
0: dad is is known by his
1: is known for having a small penis? Well, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, do you, do people know about their dad's penises? Because I didn't have a dad growing up. Like my dad wasn't yeah, around. No, I couldn't. I could not tell you the first thing about my dad's penis. That's good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I could not tell you the first thing about it. <laughs> and no, and nor could he about mine. My dad doesn't know anything about my penis. <laughs> I bet my dad hasn't thought of my penis since I was five years old.
1: Since, like, you had a rash on it when you were, like, four? Yeah, like, since, you know, I still needed help bathing. <laughs> since he was fitting you for your first cup? <laughs> that has to be awkward, though. I never thought, because I don't have kids or anything. And, like I said, I would not have a dad growing up. So I didn't have anyone gawking at my penis. Boy, that, boy, that boy, boy, that penis better stop growing. You better not catch up to me, boy. <laughs> You understand? Yeah, Daddy. I'll try. I'll try. See what I can do, Daddy. <laughs> but if you are, if you <laughs> if I, I, if you are getting sperm, though, I, I think you'd you'd probably prefer that than you know. Oh, uh, micro penis. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it would be awesome if that was part of the criteria. You have to put penis size on the chart. Uh blonde hair, blue eyes, hung uh,
0: <laughs>
1: bubble butt. <laughs> bubble butt. I love that
0: hung hung is an option.
1: It just says hung or not hung or average. <laughs> Brown hair, uh. green eyes, average penis, uh, power bottom. <laughs> I was thinking about, too, like, people who have kids, they work their whole lives saving. And this goes for the people who just save all their money. You work all your life to make this money that you're not enjoying. Then you leave it to some asshole kid that's just going to waste it. I mean, isn't that, don't, don't you think you should enjoy your money while you're alive? Yeah, but that's saying
0: that people are only saving money for their kids. Well, when you die, who else gets it? For for example, my my parents growing up, my family, they saved plenty of money to put Kevin and I through college, but we still went on vacations every year. It's not like it was one or the other.
1: I'm talking about when they they save their money for, after you know, like when they're older, when their kids are out of school and all that stuff. And it's just like they don't spend any of their money. They have hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank. And at some point, these people are going to die. And then their kids are just going to take all the money. I mean, I, I I think you should if you want if you really want to help out your family and kids, give them money while you're alive. Then they won't be co- then they won't be counting down till your death. <laughs> yeah, man. The old as soon as as soon as Gramps passes away, I'm in for sixty five G's, man. Who got a micro penis now, pussy? Oh my god. <laughs> the same kind of people who probably care about their kids penises are the same kind of people who would count down to get $65,000 the death of their <laughs> grandfather.
0: Yeah, I mean I think I think you're really trolling the bottom of the the lake here. <laughs> I don't think anyone you're referring to who cares about the size of their son's penis or is counting down the days till their till their <laughs> grandpa dies.
1: I don't know. I don't get what what the point of holding on to that money is though you do you really want to pass it down to the kid- i mean I, I get it if your kid has no money, but if they have no money now why don't why not just give them money now? why let them inherit your fortune when you die and that's why I always say I want to die with like twenty dollars in my pocket in a wooden box <laughs> like just just enough money for my mom hopefully she's still alive when I die mm-hmm. or whoever is gonna. You know, have to bury me or whatever. Yeah. Like just enough money for that. Now, if I was married or something, of course I'd want to have, you know, money to be taken care of. But once that's taken care of, I want all the rest of the money to be spent before I die. Right. Because what's the point? Like if I had some asshole kid, some asshole Hey, when are you gonna when are you gonna kick the bucket, man? You've been in the hospital. Then don't for the- have
0: an asshole kid.
1: But even if, even if it's the most beautiful kid ever, I'd rather just give him the money while he's alive. Right. I see what you're saying. I say, hey, let's, why why don't we go on vacation? Or let me, let me buy you a car. Why does it have to be this whole thing where I die and then he, he hits the jackpot? Like, I'm not comfortable (laughs) with that. Where you die. (laughs) Cha-ching. And you know, in the back of their head, no matter what they say, if you're inheriting $2 million after someone dies, no matter what you say, part of you is happy that they died. When you get to, I mean well, I guess that's not true. I mean, if you love your parents, yeah, but but the kind of people that would be excited about getting the money right and, and, and at what at what point do you like wipe away the tears and accept that big check, probably
0: instantly <laughs> like
1: I, I know I know you're upset that your parents both died, um. We're very sorry. When when we're done with the arrangements, we do have to talk to you about the $2.5 million check that is supposed to go directly into your account uh, upon their passing. Uh, we could do that now. Uh, where, do I, where, do, where do I sign for that now? You we could do that now. You know what else I was thinking about, too? Okay, so if you're if you're a single kid, right, or if, whatever, it could it doesn't matter if you have a brother or sister. But if both your parents die, aren't you technically an orphan?
0: I think an orphan is under a certain
1: age. It is. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny though if, like, when someone it, once, if you're alive, if you if you have parents, once both of your parents die, you have to go to an orphanage and then get adopted. <laughs> like, if you're forty. Yeah, like, can you imagine me, you, Sam, and Baze all in an orphanage? And getting a new parents. Yeah, and then someone has to adopt you. <laughs> like, wouldn't Sam be the biggest prick ever to adopt? Yeah, I don't want to. Even... Listen, I need plenty of time for reading. I don't want I need to be in a proper, properly lit room. Like, no one, no one would adopt Sam. No, he would be the dog that, like, if you're looking for a dog, you go back four weekends in a row. He's the one still sitting there. <laughs> He's the one that won't stop barking. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they ask him the same question twice. So, Sam, you're 47. I see you've had quite a work history. I told you that last time you came in. I told you about my work history. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think? Okay, so let's say let's say Sam and I were both up for adoption, right? Do you mm-hmm. think that it would be like we were like, no, we're, we're we'll only go with a family that will adopt both of us, <laughs> package deal? Because <laughs> that's how it is a lot of the time in orphanages. Yeah, they're like you, the siblings. Like, yeah, you have to take both brothers or the brother and the sister. Right? Do you think Sam, if the first chance he had to go with a rich family, he would leave the orphanage and leave me behind?
0: 100% that <laughs> Sayonara, Abe See you
1: on the other side Bitch <laughs> He'd come back With like a sailor's head on And visit me I see you in front of family yet. <laughs> <laughs> But wouldn't that be nice Once, Once your parents go And you're alone Wouldn't it be nice To have a family adopt you And bring you in
0: Yes, it would be. It
1: would be great. <laughs> uh we'll we'll wrap it up on that. Do you think do you think you'd be the do you think <laughs> Do you think you'd be the first one adopted out of the four of us?
0: You mean you salmon base?
1: Yeah. You seem like the least amount of work. I feel like Like you're like that you're like that uh that little that dog that's just sitting there, who's nice, doesn't seem like uh, to be a big problem. <laughs> base is base is like, like a, a like a Marmaduke you.
0: looking. Dog. I feel like me, me or you, you would we would appeal to different crowds, but I think we, you and I would go in with the same odds of the It would just depend on the family. <laughs> Sam would face an uphill battle. He would turn nearly everyone off, <laughs> and base is the dog who. They they do a very thorough like job of checking if there's a return policy. <laughs> base would that's what base would do. Bass would be returned several times, like because yeah. he doesn't move. Now we get to try him out, right?
1: Yeah. All he does is lay on his back. <laughs> He's always lethargic. <laughs> that's what they <laughs> say about him. Yeah, I think something's wrong with him. Yeah, he doesn't move. He's always lethargic. He's always thirsty. He's only drinking water. <laughs> and you know you know he'd be the one that has didn't have his shots? Yeah, of course. Like, oh, you're gonna have to also pay seventy dollars to get his shots. Oh, it's yeah. funny. He's just looking he, he he works very well with old people. Like people who can't yeah. move. That's where he's best exactly.
0: He's a good therapy dog. He'll just
1: come in and sit. Uh, he'll just lay there next to people who are uh, pretty yeah. much can't move. Uh-huh. He works great if you have an in-house caretaker. Um, <laughs> he'll lay next to you and he'll shit right. He'll shit right on the floor right next to the two pets. <laughs> just make sure to keep a bowl of food and water next to him at all times. <laughs> uh, it's hilarious. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll holler. Yeah. Peace later.
0: Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.